Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Domenico in the room podcast with my very special guest here. I have Trevor Scarecrow Goody on the show. Just finished cutting weight. And Trevor tells me it's a go. 170. He's ready. He's getting some rest tonight and tomorrow. It is fight and weigh-in day, man. What's Well, not fight day, but you know what I mean. Weigh-in day. Yes. So, Trevor... <laughs> Welcome to the show once again. Talking to you right before this huge opportunity of yours. How you feeling, my man? Making weight and uh, getting another opportunity for Bellator. I feel good. I feel good. It's good to be back. It's funny. Yeah, this is my second like hotel room interview where I'm like sitting on one of these beds. Uh, yeah, no, it's dope. The the weight cut went well. It's great to be back. The Bellator treats us great, so it's it's always a treat to be here. Excellent, my man. Well, you're back again, fighting. Uh, 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 Another killer, uh, a little more of a killer. This dude's got more fights, uh, never been defeated in his MMA career. He's uh, 4-0 as a pro, all finishes in the first and second round. And he was on the same card as you when you made your Bellator debut, I do believe, man. How you feeling about going against Roman Feraldo, man? A killer out of Florida. And as we all know, Jorge Masvidal, kind of training partner and a friend. Yeah, yeah, they're all buddy-buddy. Um, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, we watched his fights. We've seen what he has to offer, and there's nothing that really concerns us. Like, he is a good fighter. Like, he's good. He's well-rounded. Um, but we we haven't seen anything over the top. There's nothing like, we absolutely need to look out for this. We absolutely need to look out for this. It's like, nope, if I go in there and just play my game, you know, pressure, control, like, then it shouldn't be that terrible to fight. Excellent. Well, your last fight was uh, against one of the Gracies. Dude, you were a huge, huge underdog going into that fight. Uh, We talked about it, and you were very relaxed. And we were talking in your hotel room again. You had a tea with you, and it looked like like you were ready to go, buddy. Like, you, you know, nothing was bothering you, man. And you went in there, and you finished him in the third round on feet with a great, great knee. Uh, but you were beating him up anyway, making him, uh, you know, on his heels the whole fight, basically. Uh, you know, how you feeling about, you know, coming off that? And what have you been working on and getting better at uh, to try to, uh, you know, mimic that same thing in, in, in this fight? Sure. Well, it's funny. With uh, Gracie, there was such a game plan of not letting it go to the ground. Um, but that that constituted wearing on his arms and legs and the clinch and stuff like that. This is a different fight because it seems like he doesn't want to go to the ground. Uh, we don't really mind. So as opposed to last time where I was pushing the wrestling and the clinch to play it safe and stay away from the ground game, this time I'm going to push the wrestling and the clinch with the possibility of going to the ground. Like I'm positive my ground game is better than his. Um, so if we can get it to the ground, we'll play on the ground. If we can get it to the clinch, we'll play in the clinch. You know, like. I think my wall work is some of the best I've ever experienced. Uh, and I don't think he has a six foot seven training partner. Um, so like not, not of any level of coordination that I'm on, you know? So it's like, I think it's going to be hard enough for him to deal with that many new things coming at him at the same time in the cage that I have that inherent advantage coming in. 
Well, you know, he was uh, he was talking about, you know, the fight against you and how, uh, you know, the height and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he, you know, he wasn't talking shit or nothing like that. He seems like he's very, very professional coming into this fight. But, you know, uh, he doesn't seem to be worried about that six, seven height. He said he did have some, he does have some training partners in, um, in the American top team that can mimic you and stuff like that. But you spoke about that. There isn't someone that, you know, you think is in his camp that's, a 170 pound. He talked about uh, training with 185 guys and uh, stuff. Dude, you're going to be a little quicker than uh, these 170 pound guys. And uh, your ground game is something they might not have uh, training against him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, no. Every every opponent I've ever had said they had six foot seven training partners that could mimic me or whatever. And not a single one of them ever did. Um, I, I, I believe that there are probably tall guys he has to train with. I have guys that are six 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 seven but they're 250 300 pounds you know and like that's that's absolutely not the same way that i fight um so you know congrats he's got big training partners and he is he seems very professional i have absolutely nothing against him if anything this is one of the more business feeling fights i've ever had where like gracie that was it was a big one he's emotional and, he's, and the, their team's emotional and they're they're all big on that and this one this feels like, nope, he's a professional, I'm a professional, we're going to go in there, and if I'm better than him, I'm going to win, and if he's better than me, he's going to win, but it's going to be a game of who tried harder and all that. Excellent. Well, let's let's go back to that uh, the the odds on you in that first fight, Trevor, because yeah. I think it was Nolan King that had a, an article about you writing that uh, you were one of the top ten. I don't know where you finished, you can let us know, but you were the one yeah. of the top ten uh, 2020 fights. Uh 10 biggest MMA betting upsets of 2020, man. Does, did anyone, uh, did anyone make money on you? Did, uh, Don chain us you with Matt? Put some money on you? Um, my buddy, Scott, uh, Scotty, Scott miles put 500 on me and won $3,500. Oh. Um, a couple of the girls at the bar that we go to all the time, Bodega, uh, in bright and, uh, Brighton, uh, their boyfriends put money on me and they didn't know me. I, I, I known the bartenders and been friends with them for a little bit. And they won so much money that when we came back in after the fight, we got like four free rounds of drinks bought for us. Cause all these people had won. So it's like, I didn't know about the betting odds until after the fight. I don't think my team really knew about the betting odds because they would have found a way to put money on it somehow, you know, yeah. but like afterwards we're like, Holy shit. Plus seven fifty. Yeah. It was the sixth biggest betting upset of 2020. All right, so you finished like six, man, and and uh, you know there's UFC fighters in there, top level. Uh, oh, Roxanne yeah. Bonaparte was number one. Like well, she's that's that's a big deal. <laughs> awesome, brother. So where do we sit in this fight? Um, he's four and zero. Big prospect for them. I'm sure you know there's a huge prospect wait, uh, huge contract waiting for him. Finishing this fight. Um, same thing with you. I would imagine two big wins, and I would imagine you're an underdog going into this, and we'll talk about that. Uh, two big wins under your belt in in a three or four month span, uh, taking out some uh, some prospects. Uh, Bellator was really had some high regards for man. Where do you where do you where's this fight sit? Are you that much of an underdog that you were in the first fight? Um, I mean honestly, I think I'm more of an underdog than I was in the first fight. I don't think Gracie was that good. Um, we could be Gracie any day, a number of ways. Uh, this guy has better training partners, you know, he's at a better facility, has better coaches, arguably it, it, and he's got a better record. Um, that's the only thing I see 
that would change the odds of this fight. Uh, but as far as, you know, it's like we have the same amateur record. He's got, you know, a couple more wins than me as a pro, but that's it. He's got one more fight than I do in total. And I've got the Muay Thai fights. I've got the jiu-jitsu experience. Like, it, we're not that different. He's actually a little younger than me. Um, so it's like, I think I have more experience than him. I think I have more years on the mat. Um, and he's got the facility or whatever, but, you know, that, that only translates so far. Excellent, man, man. Well, we know you have some killers that, you know, come in, in and out of that that camp you're in, brother. So getting ready for this fight, did you add any uh, people no, uh, new in there? Did you, uh, you know, uh, anything like that? Uh, add anything to your game? Maybe, uh, you know, nutrition or uh, strength and conditioning? Or is it all the same? And uh, what, what got you past that first fight is going to get you past the second one? Uh, we stepped up the strength conditioning. Um, my strength my strength conditioning coach is the only one that's not in here right now. I'd call him that otherwise. Uh, Hippie Chris uh, definitely got me bigger for this. This is a little bit a little bit more of a cut, uh, a little bit more effort than last time. Last time it was almost too easy to get down to weight. Um, but I'll be a little stronger, uh, be a little bigger in different positions, got my shoulders a little bigger. So that'll be cool. And then we stepped up the wrestling a bunch. I got uh, Devin Van Cura, that guy right there. He's a Penn State wrestler. Um, he was he was a big deal. Um, or your number two in the nation? Oh no, no, no? some some big big. big he's deal, like, yeah, cut uh, cut it out, cut it out. He's saying, man. So he's he's been working on a wrestling. Uh, so and that's been part of the focus of this fight is, I've got the ground game, I got the striking. Um, but where I feel a lot of people struggle in MMA is in the transitionary areas. It's in the clinch, in the wall work, in the in between, in the takedown attempts, and the scrambles. And so by stepping up the wrestling, by really pushing that, I feel like I can make people suffer in the areas that they don't want to be in, being the clinch, being the wall, you know. So we're trying to take that collegiate wrestling and translate it into just absolutely torturing people in MMA. Well, you know, it's funny and uh, a coincidence. As you were just speaking about torturing people, I have a training video of you and Edith, the Boston cut woman. Uh, And you are giving her some knees, doing some pad work in there. Uh, so, you know, I had to add her in because, uh, you know, I, I love Edith from, uh, you know, Muay Thai when Muay Thai was really prevalent and, you know, when fighting was like really going on over here before COVID, man. So, man, uh, you're picking on the women in the gym over there. What's going on over there? Edie, Edie's, Edie's the man. Uh, <laughs> Edie wanted to fix my knee and she, she put in a big effort to come in and work with me on the side and has been pushing me to take more videos for social media and get on top of that stuff and and she really did. Uh, we worked on my knees for hours, uh, just getting the angle, getting the push off perfectly. The type of sore that I got from her just having me do hundreds and hundreds of knees uh, was was something I never felt before. But yeah, no, I, I, I found out I can pick her up in the air with a knee. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, uh, did your opponent's last fight ended with a knee? Well, knee to ground and pound. Your fight ended with uh, a knee. And uh, ground and pound there, brother. Uh, this could be a battle of the knees coming, uh, you know, coming Friday night. What did you think of his fight? I mean, you know Pat Casey, and uh, Pat Casey is uh, comes right at you, wants to take you out quick in a fight. Lasted a round and a half with the dude. Did you see anything um, in that fight that's going to help you with this fight on Friday night? No. Um, Pat is just such a different fighter than me. Um, and it's, it's no offense to him, but that's, I, I'm, I'm not going to fight anything like that. Um, you know, I, I, I don't shell, I don't, 
stuck my head. Um, the odds of him jumping high enough to knee me in the face, you know, it can happen. I'm not going to say it can't because, God forbid, I get knocked out with a knee tomorrow. But uh, but I just – it's going to be a very, very different fight. Um, so I couldn't take too much from that one. Uh, there was – I mean, there was a couple – like watching his patterns, watching his little swishes, watching that silly flying front teeth thing he throws – like those, those were all notes. Um, but my coaches really pick up on more of that stuff than I do. Like I, I watch the fights. I, I do study, but I trust them to watch it and analyze it more than me. Cause one, it stresses me out a little bit. I don't like watching my opponent's stuff too much. It just gives me little adrenaline dumps. Uh, and two, they know my movement better than I know my movement. So they're going to pick up on more of it from that outside perspective, you know, than I will through my lens. Excellent. Well, before I get your coach on for one minute and let you uh, get the hell out of here, brother, man, uh, Friday night, uh, this is, you know, this is huge. Every fight of yours is the biggest fight of your career. But, you know, we can go 2-0 and for Bellator and take out uh, people that are high, you know, you know, the odds makers out there, these are the favorites here going in, man. What does this do for Trevor? And do you, you know, not to get ahead of yourself, but... You know, if Roman wins this fight, we know he's going to get a contract. Do you deserve a contract with a a, a big win here like you did, uh, you know, at Bellator 252? Absolutely. And, um, I mean, we, we're, we've we been in discussion with him. Uh, but if, if I win this, I'm pretty sure there will be contract offers. And, if, and I think there's going to be other offers from different organizations as well, though. Um, so... It's one of those where it's like Bellator really comes at us with something good, then then awesome. If they don't, then we'll go somewhere else. If it goes the other direction, then I think I've done enough to at least get another fight with Bellator, get another opportunity up here, uh, which is great um, because this is this is a tough one, and I feel like I am at the level, if not better than this guy. Uh, but this will be a good fucking test to see if the training we've been doing is at the level that we think it is. And every time I've had that fear, it's, it's come to fruition. Like every time I've been panicky about that, I get in the fight, you know, look at the last one, I was scared to come to Bellator, the Gracie's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it was a really easy fight. Uh, so if I trust in my training and trust in my coaches, you know, we'll walk into this one and it'll be just as easy as all the other ones were. Excellent. I mean, well, it looked easy that last fight. Uh, yeah, it looked like you had a gas tank for days. Well, game plan and you executed everything in that fight perfectly in that finish and you know the ending and everything you did in that fight man was just great and uh you know new england's behind you as always brother a lot of fighting going on in the next couple of days uh you know a couple of fights friday night uh other new england guys and ladies from here fighting that night so it's big for new england man uh and uh we can't wait for you guys and ladies to uh, bring it on Thursday and Friday night. So last thing, Trevor, I know you got a bunch of uh, thank yous, but, you know, narrow it down and, uh, you know, just say what we want to say and let's get Eric on here for a couple of minutes and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call it a night. Absolutely. Well, thank you to my biggest sponsor, Green Street Massage. Uh, be Chris, Chris Brennick is here keeping me healthy, giving me two, three massages a day coming up to this fight. Would not be able to fight without them. They're the best. Green Street Massage. If you're a fighter, go to Green Street Massage. Uh, Citadel Martial Arts, Coach Eric, um, Devin here helping me out, my fiance Haley for being awesome and being all supportive and stuff. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're here. This is the big show. Um, and it feels wild, but every time, you know, everything that was mind blowing last time feels normal this time. And I just want this to be the new normal. You know, I want the next thing to be even bigger. So we're here to, we're here to show them what we got. Excellent. I mean, well, 
Have a ball Friday night, brother. We'll be watching and we'll be cheering you on, man. So uh, enjoy the rest of your night because you have made weight and uh, you can uh, relax and uh, get a good night's sleep, brother. So get your coach on and uh, we'll say our last goodbyes. So take care, my man. Thank you, brother. Look at, look at you, my man, with the hair. I didn't know you had hair like that. You got to support Trevor. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did that hair come with the hat? Is that really your hair on there? No, no. It came with a hat. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. I'm like, I don't remember that. I was, I, I'm, I'm almost 50. I couldn't grow my hair dude, out Dude, like what the fuck? I was like, I know I've seen him in the last, like, not, not longer than a year. That hair can't get that long unless you're a fucking caveman man so no, dude no, no. we're here again man uh, i appreciate you getting him ready to come on uh you know to to come live with me before uh you know weigh-ins tomorrow man man how's it how's it feel the second time around with this kid feels great trevor is a is a great student he absorbed a lot of stuff he, he definitely gets better fight to fight um we've got a great team at the gym uh, uh devin's been with us for a little bit and he's a huge help with the wrestling he's uh, actually a great coach uh, so that's been a big help. We have jujitsu. We have striking. We have, we have everything. Also, we have people from other gyms. I mean, Steve Walker, uh, Trevor was uh, sparring with him for his fight. He came and, and helped out uh, for Trevor. And, you know, obviously an incredible striker, uh, huge help. Uh, so we have some real high-level people we've been working with. Um, but, you know, I'm real happy with how Trevor's doing. The weight cut went well. Uh, the team that's here is very supportive of Trevor. Uh, his striking's on point. His knees and elbows are, have gotten better since last time. His uh, cage control has gotten better. Uh, you know, we're taking this opponent very seriously. He's from a great gym. He's got a good record. Uh, but we're here to win. We're here to uh, push Trevor to that next level uh, and show Bellator what we're doing. Excellent. Well, you know, Trevor was just as relaxed as he was the last time I talked to him. Um, the dude's ready. Uh you know, the skills there, his mind's there, the coaching and the training partners are there, man. Uh, what do you expect from this kid Friday night? You know, not giving away anything, but, you know, what do we expect to see from this kid? Because, you know, it's it's been a grind since that last fight to get to this one, and the kid has has definitely had improved in every fight. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, we know what we need to do from the game plan to uh, make him uncomfortable. Um, we're going to make this Trevor's fight. Uh, we're going to push this guy to a level where he doesn't want to be. Uh, we know he doesn't like going down to the ground. We've watched, I, I mean, I've watched every single one of his fights. Um, doesn't like going to the ground. We have a great threat for that. Trevor, Trevor is a uh, brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, his wrestling has increased tremendously this camp. Uh, so we're, we're ready. You know, we're ready wherever it goes. But, I mean, I feel that we're going to push the pace. His cardio is better. His strength is better. Um, all you can ever ask for a fighter if you can get better fight to fight, you're, you're, you're just done incredible. Excellent. Well, uh, as we spoke to him and as you got him ready to come on here live, he just made weight. He was in the sauna. Uh, man, uh, you know, what's left? What goes on now? He gets some sleep and what happens in the morning and what, what time is weigh-ins for him? So we do the official weigh-ins at nine. Then they have the ceremonial. Um, after the ceremonial, we relax, eat, make sure he's good. Probably around five, six o'clock, we go down, we get a nice sweat going, get his body reactivated, um, and then just rest and wake up and fight. Now, um, as far as like media and stuff like there, you know, we from New England reach out to you, but, uh, you know, it seems like Roman's got a lot of media asking him questions. Have they been approaching uh, Trevor? Because, uh, you know, 
he did uh he did shock the Bellator community in his last fight, man. So he is definitely someone you want to, you know, talk to because you know we know in New England he's gonna do it again. But that it could happen again in these guys' eyes. Anyone not approaching this kid or? Is it all I Roman? Think after this fight, they will. I still think that he's a. I mean, he is a huge underdog in this fight. Um, and you know, I appreciate Bellator giving us the opportunity, but you know, this is definitely, you know, they eight American top team thinks they're going to be Trevor. Um, we're going in there to you know steal it, uh, so we get the calls, but we'll always come back to you, Steve. Oh my God, I love it, man! You guys are my pals, always been, uh, Eric especially you, man, talking on Messenger and just about the fighters and, uh, you know, and what's going on with them. So um, when is he fighting? When, you know, looking at Tapology, it looks like he's halfway, that he might be, you know, maybe the last fight before, you know, the main card starts. But where do you know? Do you know where what slot you're in at right now? When, they la- when we last asked, it was a third fight on the undercard. So people can watch it on the uh, Bellator YouTube channel. Uh, so they can watch it for free and tune in. Um uh, if you follow Citadel or myself or Trevor, we're all going to be posting the link for it uh, so everyone can watch it. Uh, but, you know, right now that's where we're at third. But wherever they put us, if they push us up, if they, they change it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're 100% ready to go. Trevor made weight. It was definitely tougher than last time. But, again, he's stronger, he's bigger, um, and better than last time. Excellent, my man. Well, that's all you can ask for between training camps and uh, getting on to your next opportunity, which is – his biggest opportunity of his career. So, Eric, man, uh, you seem very relaxed. There's any other fighters on the horizon that, uh, you know, uh, got something coming? Because, as you know, Thursday and Friday is a big night for uh, MMA for New England. They're all A lot of fighters are traveling out to, uh, you know, Florida. Uh, I think uh, where, where Aaron Hughes is in, uh, where the hell is he, in Tennessee and uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. We're heading to Philadelphia to watch Nick Alley fight. For CFFC, man, how how do you feel about you know things opening up and seeing more activity? Because you do have a ton of fighters under you that need to get work, and uh, there's opportunities out there for them. I'm really hoping by June that uh, Massachusetts is going to open up and we're going to be able to get some fights, um, and then you know hopefully uh, we'll be able to make a nice announcement. Nice announcement for uh, your buddy Don uh, soon. Uh, Don's been doing well. He's uh, doing some cross training right now at Glory MMA. Uh, he's doing really well out there. Um, you know, Krause is a great guy. I've spoken to him and, you know, he welcomed in Don. So it's a great place to get some cross training in. Uh, and really good uh, gym out there. Yeah, speaking um, so, speaking with Don, man, uh, yeah, he's getting the best of the best right now. And it's the opportunity to do that. Uh, if you're able to go and train with some of the highest level fighters and they got a closer path to the UFC or bigger, you know, big organizations, man. Get out there, get that work, and get that experience, man. And so, uh, go ahead, a couple more. Um, yeah, then we have our amateurs. I mean, we've got, you know, Pete McLeod, Warwick. Um, he's He wants to get into MMA. He's just on some Muay Thai. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, new people that are going to be entering in. I've got uh, uh, Steve Foley, uh, who's a Black Belt Air Gym, and he has a few amateur fights, and he's going to be getting back in there. Uh, and then, you know, in the future, Devin Vincara, our wrestling coach, uh, he wants to uh, try MMA himself and uh, see what he can do. So we have a, a lot of people looking to fight, but, you know, we're just training hard. We're keeping, you know, we've been training through the entire quarantine. Uh, we've been doing small group training when we couldn't do have the gym open. So all the people who are fighting have been active and we've been doing great. 
Excellent, my man. Well, Eric, man, I appreciate you, uh, you know, getting uh, Trevor ready, getting him through the weight cut, and then, you know, giving us some time tonight to wish him well for uh, this huge, huge opportunity, man. Uh, so last thing, uh, I know you gave, uh, you know, your gym and stuff out there, but give everything, anything you want to give, shout outs, social media, and I'll let you get going and enjoy uh, tonight's rest. I would just say follow Trevor Goody on his athlete page, Citadel Martial Arts. Uh, then, of course, thanking all of our coaches uh, that are taking care of the gym, uh, Coach Paul, Coach Joe, Coach Steve, Coach Scott, um, everyone that's helping out. I mean, Pete has been helping out. Everyone's been great at the gym and helping out while we're gone. Um, so just everyone, at the, you know, holding it down at Citadel, uh, everyone's going to be watching. Um, so basically just, you know, thanking everyone. We're a great team. And again, you know, that's why we do well, because we really work well together. And of course, you know, a special uh, shout out to uh, Steve Walker uh, for coming in and helping us out. I mean, he literally came in right after his fight. Excellent, um, man. Although it was a quick fight for him, <laughs> I still really appreciate that, you know, came out, you know, everyone likes a little time off, but, you know, special, special thank you to him. Excellent. Well, I thank you again, Eric. Uh, we'll be uh, watching Friday night. Uh, we'll be watching a lot of things Friday night, but uh, definitely we will watch Trevor shine again and, uh, you know, shock that Bellator community once more. Um, dude, thank you so much. And uh, rest up and uh, we'll see you Friday night. All right. Sounds good. Take it easy. Steve. All right. Take care, my friend. All right. Bye. Well, there you go. Eric Grossman and the Scarecrow. Trevor Goody. Oh, man, they were so cool. I got to say, like, Trevor was, uh, he was going to stop cutting weight to come on and then um, and then go back into the sauna and, uh, you know, finish cutting weight. But Eric said, he's almost there, so let's just go on a little later. And uh, that worked out fine. So, Last thing before I go, I just want to mention a couple things about tomorrow, and I'm going to put up a couple of posters. Um, Travis just wrote an article about uh, the event on Thursday night. It just came out today. Check it out. It's all about Nick Alley and his fight and John Piersmart and his fight. It's a great article. It's in depth. It talks you all about what they've done and uh up until this point coming up Thursday night we we will be there where the hell is it um i got to get there right there newenglandmma.org travis lars and myself will be taking off tomorrow at 8 in the morning to drive to philadelphia to witness cffc 94 where jonathan piesma goes for a second win and finish for their organization. And Nick Alley, I do believe, is going for his fifth or sixth win in a row and ready to put himself on the map at CFFC and UFC Fight Pass once again. So like I said, we will be taking off tomorrow at 8 in the morning and Jeff Joy, um, Cage Titans, 135-pound, amateur champion who will be turning pro will be making the trip with us and we will be shopping him around to CFFC officials, matchmakers and whoever's there who wants to talk to this kid and uh, learn about him and maybe get him a matchup on their next card to make his Bantamweight 
debut. So it will be me, Jeff Joy, Travis Lazar, and Lars Borison taking a six-hour drive to Philadelphia and CFFC 94 where we'll be watching Nick Alley take on Solomon Renfro in a welterweight clash. Renfro is a CFFC big name. He is a real beast. Nick has his hands full. I think Nick is a underdog in this fight, but I think Nick was an underdog in his last fight against John Guy the Third, and he dominated that fight. So John's pick is right here. John is fighting Tommy Majeski, who is two and zero for Cage Fury. I do believe he has fought for Cage Fury in his amateur career. He has fought for CES, and um, he's no slouch. But Jonathan is. Our guy, he is full contact management's guy. He is New England's adopted son. Uh, unless he has to fight one of our welterweights, then we have to, uh, then that's a whole nother story, but we'll talk about that. It'll never happen. He'll be in the UFC before that. <laughs> so anyway, John Piazma makes his second fight, second pro fight. It's the CFC, CFFC 94. And one last thing I want to mention that Aaron Hughes will be fighting this Friday night in Tennessee for Valor Fighting uh, Championship, I think it's called. I fucking don't know. I forgot. I'm talking too much. I'm starting to lose uh, what I'm saying. So he'll be fighting Tyler Edwards, who is 0-2 as a pro, but was an amateur champion for, I think, VFC. VFC. Uh, So Aaron Hughes making his pro debut this is a 155-pound fight. Aaron is probably on his way driving right now to Tennessee along with a bunch of regiment training center killers. Uh, so that is Friday night. So we have Trevor and Aaron Hughes on Friday night. Thursday night, tomorrow night, we have John Piersma and Nick Alley fighting for CFFC. 94. With that said, tomorrow morning we may go live here at 8 in the morning for like 15 minutes just to say uh, how excited we are to hit the road and go see live fights for the first time in over a fucking year. Uh, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. So with that said, I'm going to play Trevor Goody's finish from last fight uh, and hope I don't get kicked off. Facebook. With that said, thank you everyone for tuning in the Room Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow and Friday for New England fighters making their shine in the New England MMA eyes. See ya.